Welcome back. We continue the farming show, KGMI News Talk 790. I'm Dylan Honkoop. Glad to have you here again on a Saturday morning. Teaching people about what, what's really going on in farming. I know there are a lot of people who listen to the show for that reason. Maybe people who were around farming once or never have been, but are interested. A lot of uh, others of you also are involved in farming. Want to hear about what's going on down the road and around the county and around the Pacific Northwest. That's what we focus on here. Farming issues that matter here in the Pacific Northwest where we, you know, we've admitted many times here on the program. We do farming maybe a, a bit differently here than in some other parts of the country. A lot of common issues, but uh, some unique things certainly about how we approach stuff. Uh, here in in Whatcom and Skagit counties and Western Washington, really all of Washington State. Um, I should thank, by the way, our sponsors, Laurel Farm and Western Supply, Farmers Equipment Company for faithfully uh, sponsoring this program. Also want to thank a brand new sponsor on the program, McAvoy Oil, uh, providing your uh, agricultural uh, fueling and lubrication needs. Uh, so make sure to check them out and thank them as well for sponsoring the farming show here on KGMI News Talk 790. Um, recently here on the program, we talked with a young woman out of Yakima who uh, she's an artist and um, she her, her eyes were open. I don't remember exactly how it went with it, but she started getting interested in farming and where her food came from. And so she took the bull by the horns and learned all about it. Now she's passionate about it. I'm going to be actually speaking at an event she's holding uh, in Sela uh, here soon. Um, but it's interesting to hear uh, from a young person who's come essentially from the city and suddenly gain, gain this interest about where their food comes from and farming and what the real issues are and is willing to listen and hear what to what some of the struggles are rather than just take for granted what some of the noisy voices, shall we say, uh, have to say about how farming should be done or what the real concerns are. Um, I managed to connect with another uh, person with an incredible story, and, and he joins us on the program, uh, Western Washington resident now, and uh, Matthew Canelli uh, on, on the show with us this morning. Have you always lived out here, Western Washington? You born and raised out here? Born and raised, Edmonds, Washington. Okay, yep. so basically yeah. just down the road from, you know, I was born and raised on a farm, but you know what, two <laughs> hours away, you were born and raised suburbia, yep. basically, yeah. right? Yep, that's it. That's it. And you're a photographer. So interestingly, kind of like uh, Ashley White, who we talked with recently on the program, she's an artist. You're an artist uh, with a camera. And, yeah. you know, with all the various things that you did, suddenly your path led you to getting involved with farming and farming culture here in Northwest Washington. Explain what happened and how this all got started, where you're just this average guy because the average person let's be honest the average person is not in and around farming we're a tiny <laughs> tiny percentage those of us who are uh, the rest of uh, rest of us are like you who are not in and around farming how did that happen you know it's pretty simple uh some weird string of connections and i ended up on andrew albert's farm out of arlington i was actually there for a photo shoot um, through, yeah, I was hired for a family and, and I believe, um, let's see, her husband works with Andrew. Um, he works cattle on Andrew's farm okay. and I went out there to take some photos. I hadn't honestly taken photos many months. I had just gotten off tour with another, with a, with a musician, cool. um, taking photos for him. 
and I was kind of getting out of somebody famous, portrait. or can you say? Or? No, no, his name's Jeffrey Martin. He's he's an cool. awesome dude. Not famous, but killer killer guy. Well, he and, should uh, be. Yeah, he you know he he, he was kind of my first um, story in documentary work. Um, I focus primarily on mm-hmm. documentary photography, so he kind of gave me my first break. Um, I was 22, 23 now. And anyways, getting back to the farm, I, I showed up on the farm. I, I, I mean, this was the biggest farm I'd ever been on. Um, and uh, I showed up, and there's this mom and two kids, and we're walking around the farm, and we're taking photos. And uh, all of a sudden, this guy comes bringing out these tractors. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, do you want, you want some for the photos? And I'm like, oh, it's okay. It's cool. Like, it's, that, that looks like a lot of work for a photo. Like, don't even worry about it. And he's like, no, it's okay. Like, what what tractor? I got all these old tractors. It's weird talking about Andrew now um, after a year being on the farm. But <laughs> he, I just was, like, so confused. I I don't know. I was like, man, this guy's, like, super nice. Like, okay, yeah. Like, yeah, let's – okay, <laughs> we'll, bring in, we'll bring in a tractor. Like, yeah, let's bring in the tractor. So he brings out a tractor, and then his dad brings out a tractor, Paul, who's just, like, this, like, classic-looking dude, just, like, an old – I mean, he'd probably kill me if I said like a Chevy hat. I don't know. He probably <laughs> prefers like Ford or John Deere. Like, I don't know. Like, that's exactly what I have to worry about yeah. being on the farm. Like, yeah. Oh, shoot. I don't want to say the wrong brand yeah. of truck or something. So well, like, you're learning yeah, a little bit about farm culture then. Yeah, that's right. For no, sure. so I, should, I shouldn't like <laughs> get too specific on the details. But anyways, he, they pull out these tractors and, you know, they're super old. Like I grew up around like like a lot of old stuff. My My mom and dad were both into that. And so I'm like, wow, this is really cool. But they were just like really nice. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, let's take some photos. It took like five minutes and they brought out like all these tractors and I'm feeling bad. Like I just wasted these guys' times, blah, blah, blah. And that's, that's, uh, let's see, April, 2017. And, um, oh, sorry. Here, one second. Um, yeah. So, um, April, 2017. And that was before they started getting going. I mean, it was such a wet, a wet spring that they were kind of just doing maintenance work. And, um, I didn't know that at the time. So I'm yeah, we're like kind of worrying that we're going to have that all over again with the yeah, way things are going right looking, now. Ugh. Yeah. Well, it's funny. They, they started, they planted Swiss chart almost a month before last year, this year, but now the weather has completely shifted back into last year's rhythm here. And yep. it's wetter than it was last year. I feel yeah. like, I don't know if that's facts. I don't want to say that, but, um, it sure seems like it. Yeah. So, no, I think you're right. Um, but yeah, anyway, so at the time, I had no idea what I'd done. I felt like I totally disrupted this big operation. Um, but like the nicest two gentlemen I have met um, before, I mean, they were just so, so friendly and willing to like, you know, stop their day. So anyways, finish up the photo shoot, go home, um, talking to, talk to a buddy. And I'm like, man, like, I think I want to like reach out to Andrew and like, see if he just let me hang out on his farm. Like, that sounds really weird, but uh, maybe he'll, <laughs> he'll be down. And I, and I was like, so afraid of like, like just kind of coming off too strong I, mm-hmm. you know that as a documentary photographer I, yeah it's kind of my job like i kind of got to get nosy um but you know there's always there's certain ways to do it and i wasn't sure how to do it best and anyways i sent him an email and it, it was probably like 20 minutes later i get it back in my inbox and he's 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 stoked he's so excited he's like come on out i'll show you around you can hang out blah 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 and I kind of warned him like this could be six months, this could be two years, this could be. I have no idea, but I just want to learn. And I, I didn't come into this thinking like you know, oh, I know these things about farming, whether good or bad, or really. I just I was curious. I just really wanted to like understand first, like this family, this family specific had a special Mm -hmm. special thing about them. But two, like I had no idea. Like there was just these big buildings and this big 
farm thing and like all these tractors and trucks and guys running around and it's muddy and i'm like what is like i just was like this is crazy and my uh my dad so i grew up my dad owns a little music shop in the northwest and so i've seen family operations mm-hmm. um and so i kind of i, I must have connected with that sense because you can yeah. tell there's father-son dynamic going on yep. and then it seemed like it, which is, which is true is their friends helping out. Like, and I've, and I've learned so much that farming is so much using the people closest to you, mm-hmm. not using in, in a bad yeah. way, but yeah, you know, they help community. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, so anyways, um, I go out probably like what, three or four days later after I send that email. And I mean, I'm not kidding. Like I roll up on the farm. I take a few photos. No one's there. It's dead silent. And all of a sudden Andrew comes like ripping up his driveway and he's like, hop in. And I jump in and then a year, <laughs> a year pass and I'm here and I have like, it has not stopped. I mean, like he has had me by his side uh, with his field men walking fields, oh, hay deliveries and just random, just like, you know, we'll, we'll be in the tractor for hours. I'll just be sitting shotgun talking to him and just the amount of information that was poured into me, like, and not even like he didn't mean to. And I, I probably wasn't even asking the right questions, but when you're in that environment, something so different from what I'm used to, which is suburbia i mean you're just like it is stressful like i was always trying to have my voice memos on on my phone because like i couldn't (laughs) go anywhere or talk to anybody without being like what are you saying like (laughs) it took me probably a week to understand like ag is agriculture and i know that sounds like common sense but i was like what is ag like they say it so like oh i'm ag community i'm like what is that what is (laughs) ag community so anyways i uh that, it's pretty simple, yeah. <laughs> Seattle area documentary photographer Matthew Canale with us on the program farming show here on KGMI News Talk 790. We're talking with him about his story as a an artist, a photographer, uh, grew up in the city essentially, coming to the farm, finding out about it, and, and deciding, and this is like one of your big projects right now. By the way, if people want to see your work, or, you know, what's, what's your website? Where, where can we send people to check some of this stuff out? Because you've taken some really cool pictures out there in Arlington. Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, um, www.fortvanity.com. It's F-O-R-T-V-A-N-I-T-Y.com. Okay. And you can find all my info there. Yeah. Fortvanity.com is is the website. And, and so this is one of your, and, and you've done several, a variety of different documentary type yeah. pro, photo projects. And so now you're documenting farm life. When did you start to see that there was more to it than just some happy guys out growing food? When did you start, <laughs> when did you start to see that real stuff where things are hard? When you started to see the challenges that these people face day in and day out? Yeah, um, that is a super clear moment in my head. And uh, I was driving with Andrew in his pickup um, and I was asking him kind of just general questions. I was still, still like trying to get to know him, like, you know, just personal questions of like, Hey, how you, so you grew up doing this. I don't know. Is this yeah. generational blah, blah, blah. And we were talking and um, it was kind of doing that rain that we get where it's not really raining, but it's not really not raining. It's just this <laughs> mist yep. that's always happening. And uh, so, you know, I was still in the learning process and I was like, uh, so what is, what is this weather like? And um, he like looked at me and he's like, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's been hard. It's, this is a hard spring. Um, and we started talking and I just, it clicking that a farmer's schedule is so based off of, I mean, especially crop farm. Yep. Um, it's so based off of weather that I felt this, like this anxiety of something that I can't control, but yep. I, I'd be so bound to. Um, and that, that was like my first kind of taste to farmers having to face things that are so out of their control, but also it just feels like farmers have so much against them. 
Mm. And they're providing with so much. And that was kind of like that first experience where I was like, whoa, like I could never do this like this. And that's why in the blood is the name. I don't know if that will be able to be continued with, you know, all the all the issues of naming things and selling it. Like, you know, probably have to change the name eventually. But it really is true that like it is in their blood. It is in Andrew's blood. It isn't. Is it? Wow. It is in a farmer's blood to do what they have to do. I mean, the work just I mean, not even just the work, the patience, the grace in waiting for the weather and then being like, all right, go time is is maddening to me. And so that was that was the first experience. And it kind of just kept going from there. So when you go back to the city, you go back home. Yeah. How do you feel differently about it? Uh, about farming about and even like when you go to the grocery store and you get your yeah. food uh, milk whatever it is that you know you're seeing yeah. then be raised you know just not that far away yeah, uh, yeah. You're, you're probably thinking differently about how that all happens and and what, what that means to your life yeah yeah um i am thinking about it differently but it, it's happened in a different process than i thought it would i thought i would i thought my eyes would open and all of a sudden like a like a switch would flip and i would just be smarter and more aware and like be like oh yeah that meat is from this farm and oh that milk is from that farm which (laughs) i can look that up you know i could right but it's just not that simple um especially when you're here when you're like just a consumer and you have so much going on in your life and you go to the grocery store you're in and out um especially like you know people with kids like my life is pretty easy i got a dog (laughs) so my mind's pretty clear and i still don't really think let me first say that farmers have more impacted just who I am as a person before before anything about food and where it's come from and how I feel about it. Um, my work ethic has changed mm. tremendously, um, but how I treat people, more importantly, has completely shifted. Um, and so that was my biggest, that was the biggest thing that I would be taking home is just this like this patience and this, this desire to work hard and do it right, no mm. matter how long it takes. Um, and so that was really important to me. That started hitting me really quickly. I started like noticing me changing in that very quickly. Um, when you're around it, you just can't help but become it, um, which was really fun to witness and, and be a part of. Um, and now, excuse me, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm starting to be able to really think about these um, bigger issues going on in the farming communities. Um, mm. And that that honestly terrifies me. Um, because there's so much, I just feel like anytime you go on Google and you type in like type anything to do with farming, it could be great to horrible and everything in between. And there's just millions of opinions. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's where, you know, it, it gets a little hard for me to feel like I can, sometimes it gets discouraging because it's like, where do you even begin to tackle this beast? And, and, and when I say the beast, I kind of mean like this misconception or this misunderstanding of farming. Um, and what do you think, think, what do you think the biggest misunderstanding is? What would you tell city folk who aren't connected with farming at all right now, based on your experience? What's the biggest one thing that you would tell them? I don't. Okay. So before I say what I, what I will, I don't think people necessarily operate like farmers are bad people. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. think they mean to operate out of this belief, but I will say like, I think we treat farmers like a distant weird cousin yeah like we're like oh you don't make sense to me uh (laughs) you're kind of weird like you don't really belong in this pack so sorry you're gonna like sit on the side and that affects people um and even if you don't say it like i think there's this like passive way of treating farmers in our community of like oh you're great yeah yeah yeah. thank you for providing now go back into your corner 
Um, and that is frustrating. Well, and me. I think that comes into play too when it becomes, uh, say, a political hot potato issue. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's like, oh, yeah, well, of course, you're the hayseed farmer guy. You must be ultra conservative. And so, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just whatever. You're just, of course, you don't want any new rules. Or it's like, wait, wait, hold on a second. We need yeah, to listen yeah. to each other rather yeah, than write yeah. each other off before we've even heard anything. Yeah, yeah. Bridging that gap. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's like a 38 mile drive or 40 mile I don't know from my house to the farm and I really do feel like I am kind of breaking this this wall that's been <laughs> built socially yeah. like it's so weird driving I mean I really yeah. do feel like I go into a different part of the world and and I don't really think that's being dramatic like I it, it does operate differently. And that's not something to like ignore. Like, yeah, we can all, we can agree that things, people act differently in these different places. That's what, that's what people do, but it, that doesn't mean like it's wrong. And, uh, I'll say, I think I would really want people to know how much farmers care. Just, just simply care. They care about people. They care about their food. They care about their animals. They care about the land. And it's and yes, people have made mistakes. Of course, everyone has, but like when you watch a farmer, get so excited about what the land is yielding and and you've seen the work that he's put into it and like where it's going to go and who it's going to help it just like it yeah no, i don't know it's, 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 it's very true uh, i wish it was more yeah like uh, I, I'm, I'm just thinking about all of this and and the the kind of journey that you've been on learning all of yeah. this um what about what about what would you say to to farmers um coming oh, coming at, at it as a city person what and not i think you you said a lot of encouraging things too and about farmers already yeah. but, but how would you challenge farmers and how they come yeah. across how they approach things how how they connect with the rest of of the population that doesn't know much about them yeah um hmm. i would say huh as vague as I could possibly be reach out. Um, I think there's a lot of people, um, just in a state of complacency, um, of kind of the situation. Maybe they don't even know what's going on. That's a lot of what's going on is people don't know. Um, I, let's see, I wish I had been exposed to any layer of farming as a kid and growing up. Um, and I don't know, I don't know. I haven't thought this through, so I don't know how that would look. Um, I don't know how to bridge that gap like we were just talking about, but I would love to see farmers. And I think I think farmers are doing that, especially the younger generation coming in. They're using social media and they're really reaching out to kind of be known um, to educate. I think we're all kind of realizing that education is going to be kind of a safety net yeah. for this situation. Um, but I yeah, you know, I I would say reach out and educate kind of this crowd that has bullied you. Um, honestly, like it. it I don't think Seattle has deserved to be treated very well. Um, just with, well, I shouldn't generalize so much, but I'm going to. <laughs> um, I, I'm just, I'm not proud of the extremism that I see in how we handle topics and situations and just debates. Yeah. Um, it's, it seems so black and white to me, um, and that can scare people of ever engaging in the conversation. Mm-hmm. And I totally understand that, but I think with where farming is going and how we Oh man, the decisions being made that are against farming, sometimes it just seems like the only thing that's going to really help people is this interaction from that side, from the farming side that is patient and uh and well-informed and just willing to like listen to people maybe say some things that 
um, are arrogant and rude, yeah. <laughs> but 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 they don't mean to be, and that's what that's where I think a lot of people are coming from. I didn't come into this with any like you know I I've seen like Food Inc and some of the documentaries, so I had these like kind of I didn't leave. I mean, I'm a I'm a horrible example because I'm pretty middle ground about a lot of things, which is interesting coming from. I think most people probably profession. are. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah. I, sorry, I'm kind of all over the place on this topic because it's. I'm still in this like you could probably call it the honeymoon phase of this experience <laughs> because I'm learning so much that I that I yeah. absolutely respect about farming. Um, it's hard for me to to get into like the things that they need to do because I'm like, man, we seem ten steps behind in so yeah. many ways versus kind of how the farming industry and community is operating. Yeah, well, we're running out of time here, but we're talking with Matthew Canelli. He's a, a documentary photographer out of the Seattle area, out of Edmonds, um, who took a farm under his wing to document and in the process learn so much. And it sounds like your eyes have been open to some of the real things that are going on both on our farms and our rural communities and then in the larger, you know, Western Washington community and the, the rural urban divide that we hear so much about. It sounds like you're, you're seeing how some of this stuff has has uh, come to be a, a problem. Um, and 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 I I thank you for being with us here on the program to help bridge. Um, that gap. And I want to continue to do that. I mean, that's a big part of this program and a big part of my job now with, with Save Family Farming, where I'm the communications director. Um, I do urge people to go check out your photos uh, at fortvanity.com uh, because, and then there are a lot of other cool projects that you have done there as well. Um, but those photos from the farm with an artist like yourself behind the camera, they tell a story. And it's not that typical scenic photo of the red barn and the farmer in overalls with a pitchfork kind of thing. This is, you know, maybe corn choppers and trucks and mud and barns and yeah. families and relationships and heartbreak and joy and all these things that go into this that can be so dramatic and so powerful, but it's really not a story that most people see and and i see a lot of that in in your photos they're gritty um they're real and, and i think it's very well done stuff so again fortvanity.com i encourage people to check it out and uh, we're going to stay in touch with you matthew as you you do more and and and, and take more photos and, and learn more about the farming community and and certainly we'd love to hear more input from you as well being an ambassador someone who's seen <laughs> uh what's going on in farm country here but also having your foot in and, and growing up uh in in suburbia essentially to be able to help bridge some of those gaps so we really appreciate you uh, joining us here on the program right on awesome thank you dylan